So, Father, today we, we thank you again. We ask that you breathe upon us, take all the praise, open our eyes, help us to see as we ought to see, and let your name be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Okay, so we're going to dive straight into it. For those of us that uh, were with us, or for the, are with us for the first time, this is our midweek um, <laughs> service. Uh, called Tribe, and we um, share in the Word of God and, and, and deliberate, even if you think that uh, you are not a religious person or you don't, you, you are not sure where your faith is, you've come to the right place. So um, just listen up, be open, and, and we, you'll be glad you did. Today we, we are continuing um, from Sunday. Sunday we looked at defeating discouragement, defeating. We looked at defeating discouragement on Sunday. And um, today we are, Sunday we looked at the five keys from Paul in defeating discouragement. Number one is, number two, check your notes. If you don't, if you, if you missed it, don't worry, we're gonna recap. And um, today we're gonna be looking at two additional things from Paul in defeating discouragement. These seasons are trying, these are trying times, you know, and um, we, are, um, in, we are in battle. So today, again, is part eight of fight. We are in battle and we are to fight. We are to fight. And one of the things that holds the warrior back, one of the things that, that, that limits the warrior is, is discouragement, is discouragement. So if you are to fight, you have to overcome discouragement. If you are discouraged, you cannot fight. If you are discouraged, you cannot be effective. So we saw um, on Sunday that, um, in, that the first thing we need to do to overcome discouragement is never forget how much God loves you, never forget how much God loves you. Yes, God loves you. You may think, oh, I, I don't even relate with God. God loves you nonetheless because he made you and he loves you. And the second thing we have to do is to make sure that we don't fake it. Make sure that you don't fake it. Don't fake it. We learned all that from 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And uh, the third thing is remember, it's not about you. It's not about you. Just remember it's not about you. And number four, we learned that we should relax in our limitations. Relax in your limitations. And number five, we learned that we should use our pain to help others. We should use our pain to help others. And number six today, we the, that we see from Paul, the life of Paul, is, is that we should take time for renewal. Take time to renew yourself. And that is, that is big, that is huge in 
times where we appear to have a lot of time in our hands, you know, it is it is easy to um, assume that people are getting refreshed. It is easy to assume that people are being renewed. It is easy to assume that people are being strengthened and there's renewal. But unfortunately, even at this time, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. Yes, people have a lot of time in their hands, but there's a lot of pressure. Children are homeschooling. You have to deal with, <laughs> you know, everybody in your face. You know, uh, your space is crowded. You know, even though you, even if you have a big house, some, somehow everywhere there's someone, and you just need some renewal. And we learned from Paul um, that we need to find time, take time to renew yourself. If we see 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, it says, this is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed. Our spirits are being renewed. So you could ask, how do I do that? Well, you need to spiritually renew yourself daily with time with God. You need to have a time when it's you and God. Yes, thank God for uh, family, altar, personal, corporate prayers. Thank God for church prayers. But you need time with God by yourself every day. And that is where renewal happens. You need to know what renews you, that spiritual renewal. Spend time with God, spend time in his word. You need to know what renews you emotionally for emotional renewal. You know, some people, when you talk to them, they drain you. So, you know, they can't, they are not renewal. So <clears throat> also emotionally, there are some people, there's some relationships you have, when you talk to them, your cup gets filled or there are some books you read. When you read those books or some podcasts you listen to, when you listen to those podcasts, you, your, your cup gets filled emotionally. So you need to be deliberate about those things that fill you emotionally. You need to know what renews you physically. You need to, you know, for a lot of people, it should be exercise. You know, it's not um, a bowl of, of uh, apple with draw soup. <laughs> so I want to be renewed physically, you know. Well, that may, you know, quench your hunger, but physical renewal goes beyond just eating. It is eating the right thing, exercising properly. And you must have heard me say that um, I withdraw, I deflect daily, I withdraw weekly, and I abandon annually. And I told you I learned that from um, Rick Warren. I deflect daily, I withdraw weekly, and I abandon annually. I withdraw, deflect daily, withdraw weekly, abandon annually. You have to renew your Self. So numbers, that's number six. Number seven, as we out to defeat discouragement is, I need to stay focused on eternity. I need to stay focused on eternity. I need to stay focused. How do I defeat discouragement? I need to stay focused on eternity. And that is so, so big. That is so, so, so big. I need to stay focused on eternity. We see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 
verse 17 to 18. When you get tired, the truth is you lose your perspective. And many times, the easiest perspective to lose is the perspective of eternity. When we get tired, you lose your perspective. You lose your perspective, and you lose your perspective, and you lose your, your, your yeah, your, your perspective. So, and um, um, you need to keep your focus on eternity. We read verse 17 to 18, it says, our present trouble, now, listen to this, are quite small and won't last very long, yet they produce in us an immeasurably great glory that will last forever. <laughs> Amazing. Says, so we don't look at troubles we can see right now, Rather, we look forward to what we have not yet seen. For the troubles we see will soon be over. Everyone says soon be over. It will soon be over. It will soon be over. But the joys that come will last forever. So when I put my focus on eternity, I, I see that the, the, I get perspective. And I see that the troubles we are in on earth will soon be over. Even if you take the summation of, your, of, of a human life, you live to be 150, maybe you want to live to 150, good luck. So what if you live to be 150? Eternity is thousands of thousands of thousands of years and millions and millions and millions of years. And, and, and guess what? Your whole life for 150 will not be trouble. So whatever trouble we are facing, really, it's, it's, it's so small compared to the joy that awaits us that is limitless. Perspective is everything. You know, you have to be emotionally and strong. You have to be internally strong. They are internal strength, you see, and there is external strength. But stronger than internal strength, stronger than external strength is eternal strength. There's internal motivation, there's external motivation. Stronger than internal motivation, stronger than external motivation is eternal motivation. When your focus is on God, because it is only when you see the invisible that you can do the impossible. You need to challenge yourself and refocus your mind because it's only when you see the invisible that you can do the impossible. It's only when you can embrace God's eternal plan for you. There's a lady, there's someone called um, Corrie Ten Boom. She says, I think it's a she <laughs> that says, that if you look at the world, you will be distressed. If you look within, you will be depressed. But if you look at Christ, you will be at rest. <sighs> Amazing. Amazing. So I said that again. I said that again because I know there are no texts and summaries coming up, you know. So I'll say that again. You know, it's, it's so good. It, it should be said 10 times. <laughs> he says, if you look at the world, you will be distressed. 
If you look within, you will be depressed. But if you look at Christ, you will be at rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The reason a lot of people are distressed is because they look at the world. They are distressed. If you look at the world, you are distressed because there's a lot happening in the world. People are getting sick. People are suffering. We are praying. We have loved ones. We have people we care about. If you look at even what is happening economically in the world, it's distressing. That's on one hand. People are depressed when they look within. I see people say, I want to take time and introspect. I want to take time and look within. When you look within, the, the only place it's going to take you is depression. You're going to be making foolish decisions when you look with it. Oh, let me, let me look with it at this time. But when you look at the cross, when you look at Christ, you will be at rest. You tell your mind, cool down, cool down, cool down. Everything is going to be all right. Jesus is on the throne. So we, it is so beautiful that, you know, we have this power that God has blessed us with. And that is the power of the person of Jesus. It's unbelievable how sweet, how sweet and amazing, and amazing it is. Uh, so there's so much, you know, we can go on and on and on and on, you know, and it's, it's we still be, um, 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 beautiful. So at this time, like um, we like we did the last time, the last tribe, we have some people that will be joining me in the conversation. So I have, I'm going to, I'm going to bring them in. I'm going to bring in um, the people that will be joining me in today's conversation. So let me start by bringing in, let's do the drum roll. <laughs> let me start by bringing in um, Ayatollua. <laughs> and I'll bring in uh, <laughs> Then finally, I'll bring in, get ready, get ready for it, Mr. Kalango. Mr. Kalango. Good evening, sir. Good evening, everybody. Now, okay, so I need to know you are there. Um, and I need to know I can, we can hear you. So, um, so I'll start with Mr. Kalango. Good evening, Mr. Kalango. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, sir. Okay. Can you hear me? So good evening. Loud day. Can you hear me? Good evening, sir. Yes, I can hear, hear you really well, sir. Okay. And good evening, Ayatollua. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, sir. Good evening. <laughs> okay. So um, today we are looking at defeating discouragement. We started the, the um, we started from Sunday and um, today we looked at the, the 
next to the fifth, last two, fifth and um, sixth and seventh. So when it comes to, I, I think we lost Mr. Kalango, but- I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm having some network issues, but I, I think I'm back. <laughs> okay. You're welcome back, sir. Thank okay, you, sir. so, so what jumped at you, you know, for generally before we begin to take those um, things one by one? And again, you can ask questions at any time. What are the things from Sunday? What was what jumped at you from Sunday that that you want to um, mention? Um, anybody can go. So I, I'll leave the floor open. <laughs> Okay, so Mr. Kalangu, can you go? I will, to save our time, I'll just do that, yeah. Okay, sir, can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you, clearly. Okay, well, first and foremost is the fact that uh, we need to, to focus on the fact that God loves us. I, I didn't know that that was a source of defeating discouragement because <laughs> I've always, I've always uh, thought that discouragement, if I need to defeat it, it's something I need to try and do myself to, to bring uh -huh. about encouragement or happiness. Uh, we are with you, sir. Yes, sir. Did, so did you, so the fact did you lose what I said? No, 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 I did not. I thought you I thought you were still gonna say more. Okay, so the fact that God loves us is is it's um a, a perspective that you didn't consider before now. Thank you, sir. As as a um, source of as a source of yes. encouragement. Yes. So my question to you, sir, now that you know, has it helped you in, did it help in any way? Against... Yes, because, because it, it changes your perspective. Hmm, it, it does. It changes your perspective to the fact that it's not something that you need to do. You need hmm. to focus, because I used to think to defeat discouragement, I had to consciously you know, encourage myself to be happy, to do, but there are many little, little things that one didn't consider. And, and if you consider the fact that because God loves you, uh, that can solve your discouragement challenges. It was a totally new perspective for me. Uh, and, awesome. and I just say it's probably easier to do that than to try and work myself to be happy. Awesome. Because when awesome. you are discouraged, all sorts of thoughts just, you know, <laughs> your, 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 your thinking. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank um, you, sir. Okay. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Again, for the um, privilege of, of being here. Okay, so what, what jumped at me? So, so many things, sir. You know, um, the fact that we have to be intentional, you know, you know, about not being discouraged because, um, and the fact that um, along the line of your calling, of your fulfilling your destiny, of your walk with God, discouragement will always set in. Paul was discouraged. David was discouraged. I'm sure when Joseph was thrown into the prison, just after having a dream, he was discouraged. So it was from dream world to the prison. And then he must have been discouraged. Um, at the end of the day, he found it in himself to just encourage yourself, encourage the other inmates. And so I think for me, that was really, really big. We have to be deliberate. We have to be intentional about it. Amen. Awesome. So 
IoT, what jumped at you from Sunday? Okay, so, um, oh, can you guys, can you hear me? Yes, yes, we can yeah. hear you. Um, so the main thing that jumped out at me on Sunday was um, remember that it's not about you. So for me, that's something I'm personally still working on and trying to overcome. Um, understanding that not everything revolves around me and not everything is about me. And uh, oh. there's more to life and more to other people than myself. Um, you know, so it's very, easy, it's very easy for me to get absorbed and think, okay, you know, what am I going to do with my life? What am I going to do with myself? How am I going to do this for me, 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 me? Um, and just remember that, first of all, like you said, like God loves me, God treasures me, and he's going to use me to help other people. So um, that, that, was, that was the number one thing that really jumped out at me is I need to get over myself. <laughs> I remember that there are more people out there going through other things that, that they need help with. So, yeah. Awesome. So um, the world does not revolve around you. That must have been a, a huge discovery. <laughs> you know, it's amazing how, you know, uh, these things are. Okay, so I'm just going to um, continue. Again, I'm, after this, I'm going to take, um, um, there are seven points. I'm going to take first four, then I'm going to take last three. Then, but after the first four, we, I'm going to ask, you are going to have the um, opportunity of asking questions. So you are going to ask mm -hmm. us questions based on the content. Then before we get to the uh, next three, then next round of questions, then we take questions from social media um, as well. So we, we, we saw that um, never forget how much God loves me. Like, like I mean, um, it was mentioned here, is big in defeating discouragement. Many times we focus on on our love for God. We focus on our love for God, you know, but more important, something more important than our love for God is God's love for us, you know, mm -hmm. because, because in fact, our love for God does not exist if, if, our, if God's love for us did not happen. So our, in fact, our love for God is only a response to God's love. For us, we love him because he first loved yeah, us. Yeah, and the fact that you know, don't fake it. The world is filled with, you know, people trying to fake it. You know, you have to fake it till you make it. You know. <laughs> so, so, so it's it's a it's a lot of there's a lot of fakes out there. Okay, maybe I said I want to take four. Maybe I want to pause there. There's a lot of faiths out there, you know, where, you know, how have you, how have you wrestled with this? How have you seen this? And how, how, how has this impacted you? I will start from my Antonio and then to Mr. Kalango. Um, okay, sir. So it's very easy, but I think maybe more so for younger people to want to fake it till they make it because we technically have no idea what we are doing. <laughs> so, um, so it's so i've i've seen this throughout my time in university where people are fake to each other and they think that that's what works and that's that's how authenticity fakeness works with authenticity in a weird way in some people's minds but um they think that it works 
and they think it can get them far and they think it can take them to places but the lies that they have to tell because of that can only draw them back and only mm. it so high and then they come mm. crashing down very very terribly so faking it to make it is not is not the advice i would ever give to anyone i would say be as authentic as you are you can only be true to god and to yourself so be honest because whether whether you are whether you meet the requirements of certain things or not at least you are you are being honest about who you are awesome awesome let me do yes so i'm talking about uh, not faking it and um uh, the, the truth is like to say that uh, we all have different uh, DNA, our, uh, you know, <laughs> all different, our fingerprints, you know, not two fingerprints are the same. Yeah. And God actually made us to be really unique. And it is in that uniqueness that we can actually, you know, come forth. Because, you know, um, Paul, Paul didn't fake it. And in fact, it was all out to get, you know, to get the Christians and God saw something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in this, in this world of social media where, you know, a lot of people turn their positive side outside and then there's a negative side that they don't want the whole world to see. It's really devastating, you know, and then some people have, you know, been depressed, you know, watching all those, getting on social media and seeing the positive sides and comparing themselves to those people. It's, um, it's a problem. At the end of the day, people faking it to make it. They are not allowing their originality to come. come and in that process, they are stifling the, the workings of the Holy Spirit Absolutely. who walks through our weaknesses, you know, mm-hmm. to bring forth the glory of God. So it is yeah. when we choose not to fake it and we tell God, I know I can't do this thing. I am not up to this thing. Just help me. That is when it actually comes in you know, to, to just really help us. I mean, not oh. faking, you know, um, we allow God to shine through us and minister through our witnesses to, to others. Awesome, awesome, absolutely. Okay, so uh, Mr. Mr. K. Yes, sir, um, I, I don't know, my, my answer may be a bit controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, because, because, because I want to take Nigeria as a country that really needs this advice that we shouldn't fake it. Mm. You know, um, there are too many fakes around in Nigeria, starting from our government. Mm. And, and they need to, to take this advice because like, like Pastor Lamide has said, if, if you are not yourself, then, you know, what, 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 what are you all about? Mm. You know, so... Uh, in Nigeria, let's start from us, the ordinary citizens. Mm. For argument's sake, you have a little traffic issue on the road and everybody comes out. They are shouting, you don't know me. Don't you know me? <laughs> who, who, who the hell are they? <laughs> so it's just a country, of, we're just a country of fakes. You know, and, and I, I just pray that God has mercy on us as a country. Amen. But it, it is really time that we took this advice. This advice mm-hmm. is very germane to mm-hmm. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. perhaps if we did take it, it may help us in making progress as a country. As a country and as a people. Okay, so yes, before we go to the next thing, one word to, this, to people that are struggling with being authentic 
I don't want to say to the fakers or to the fakes, you know, because <laughs> you create any fakes, you know, people just make themselves fakes. And, you know, so someone that is, that is struggling, that is like, can I, can I risk being authentic? Can I risk being me? One word to them, to encourage them, Ayatollah, go. What is one sentence to, to encourage them? Thank you for saying one sentence. <laughs> and let it go. Say it again. Breathe and let it go. Breathe and let it go. Hmm. That's a nice one. Breathe and let it go. Yes. IoT. <laughs> I feel IoT. Okay. Lavide, what would be your advice? One sentence. Okay. Mine would, okay. Mine would be that is exactly what God needs as a showcase. That's exactly what God needs as a showpiece. Awesome. So the, the authenticity and the originality you're afraid of is exactly what God needs. Okay. Awesome. Mr. K. Well, just be real and be yourself. Just be real and be yourself. That's what, so, yes. Amen. Awesome. Yes, that's, that's totally amazing. Okay. So the third one is remember it's, not about me. Anytime you forget that it's not about you, you are going to get prideful, fearful, or bitter. Anytime you forget that it's not about you, you are going to get fearful, you're going to get prideful, you're going to get bitter. Thoughts on that? Family, go first. Okay, thank you, sir. Okay, so um, remember it's not about you. So that's where, that's where vision comes you know, to play. That's where mission comes to play. As, as children of God, we are on a mission. And if you realize that you're on a mission and God wants to use you as a showcase, and then you would always know that, well, anytime you get discouraged and then you remember it's not, it's not all about you. There's something that God wants to... You, you've been created for a purpose. We all have a purpose to fulfill on the face of the earth. And every time you remember it's not all about me, it's about the purpose for which God has created me. Then you, you, you'll be fired up afresh. Afresh, yeah. absolutely. Okay, Mr. K. Yes, sir. Um, this, 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 this. Well, if if once you you take your focus off of um, Christ and and oh. you know think it's all about you, oh. uh, naturally you are you are bound to be prideful. Oh. And and they say that uh, pride goes before a fall. Oh. So, uh, uh, as much as possible, at all times, we need to try and uh, keep our, our gaze on, on on God. And like Pastor oh. Lamide said, there oh. is a purpose for which God has has created you. So try and find that purpose rather than being, oh. uh, you know, doing things outside that purpose. Okay. And you discover that when you find that purpose, you actually become fulfilled. Absolutely. Okay, sir. Thank you. IoT. Um, okay, so um, this 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 really hits me. Like I said earlier, because it's 
it's something that I'm currently working on. And what's very interesting about you know this this particular point is that um, I have a group of friends over here that we talk, we talk, we do Bible study, and we've talked about this a few times. And one of the things we read out this past week was in Ecclesiastes, where you know I think it's Ecclesiastes one two, where it talks about where it says like everything is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was really hard for us to talk about this and just realize that we're going to live, we're going to die. How are we supposed to make our lives truly meaningful? So it's because at the end of because that's what helped us realize it really wasn't about us. Like watching this again, it really is not about us. It is all about God. He is the author and finisher of our faith. Once yeah. we realize that He is the beginning, He is the end. We are literally just pass. We are people who just pass by. Once we realize. <laughs> we can we we make life so much more meaningful in mm. the sense that we're winning souls for him we are fighting the fight we are we are fighting against flesh and blood in that sense we are not we are truly at peace once we realize that it is truly all about god and that's i hope ooh, i hope i said that properly but yeah yes, yes you did you did you did you did so um one word or sentence for that person that maybe has seen how how beautiful she is or how handsome he is or all of a sudden has seen how wealthy they are or maybe they've seen how you know how many followers they have on social media maybe they have two million followers and they begin to feel cool they begin to feel what would be your advice for them? Just one word or sentence. Mr. K, let's start with you. <laughs> Pride goes before a fall. <laughs> Pride goes before a fall. Hmm, that's a hard word, though. but it's better that you heed it. <laughs> okay, Lamine, what would be your... I would say without grace is a mess. Without grace? Yes, it's a mess. It's a mess. Amen. Without grace, it is a mess. Awesome. Okay, IOT. Um, my greatest advice to that person: ah, you need to relax. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Just chill. <laughs> just, just relax. It really doesn't matter. Okay. Awesome. So, which brings us to um the the fourth thing, which is relax in my limitation, relax in my limitation. Um, Now, um, relax in my limitation, many times we try to do more than we physically can't. You can't get more than 24 hours in the day. You can't fix everybody's problem. You cannot do more than one place at the same time. You can't spend more money than you have. Anytime you don't live within the limitations of your life, you're gonna get discouraged. you're going to get discouraged. So to that person that is always trying to be Superman or Superwoman, or is always trying to, you know, do more than they can do, spend more than they have, you know, talk more than the vocabulary they have in their English, even in the English dictionary altogether, <laughs> you know, you know, what advice would you have for them? I'll start with Ayatollah first this time. 
Okay. Um, but what are your thoughts? Well, for that, I'll say my advice and then I'll say my thoughts because I do have oh. something for that. Um, my advice is remember you're a child at God's feet. You're, you're, you're not any wiser than God. You're not any more special. There's nothing... It's like it's okay. Just remember, you are a child before God's feet, and He loves you like, you know, you are His child. Um, it's not. It's not. You're not going to be. It's not possible to do everything, um, and we all just need to remember that. And my, and I think my personal thoughts on it is, because you know, like you said um, at the message on Sunday, is that when we don't relax, we get discouraged and it's very easy for us to over, personally for me, it's very easy for me to overthink and overthink and get stressed out and just be like, okay, God, like this isn't happening. Why isn't this happening? Why isn't this happening? I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Just take, take it easy. Understand that God is actually in control. Awesome. Thank you. Um, Mr. K. You need to, we can't hear you, sir. You need to unmute your mic. Okay. Yes. Can you hear me now, sir? Yes, sir. We can. Yes, sir. Like, like, like um, the last speaker just said, you, you cannot, like you, 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 the sermon on Sunday, you can't be in two places at the same time. And, and consequently, there's only so much that you can do and achieve anyway. You're only one human being. And so the moment you get to know that, it, 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 it takes a lot of pressure off you. And once pressure is off you, the risk of also getting discouraged is, is taking off. You know, and, and, and in, in Nigeria, there's a, a, a local saying that do your, do your best and leave the rest. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? that is so this, this, this is the kind of scenario that that saying really applies to. Mm. You, you can't do everything, uh, you know. And, and, and um, like, like Paul said, he said, look, um, how did he put it? That they, 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 they just discovered that there are clay jars in the hands of God. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Their, their greatness is from God. It's not from what they themselves are Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. You know, so Absolutely. that and that that I think sums it all up. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank um, you, sir. Okay, thank you, sir. So um I'll flow from what Mr. Um, Kalango said. Um, um we are um hidden treasures, clay, you know, broken. So so like you said, when you realize that um, you, are, you are incomplete without God. It takes a lot of pressure off you, actually. And so, so when, when a clay is filled with a lot of pressure, and when, when that clay is broken, you know, the pressure eases out. So I would say that we must realize that without God, we are incomplete. And when we are in that incomplete state, when we are in that broken state, God comes in to be the, the, the missing link, to be the remaining part of our broken states. And the truth is in our brokenness, when God comes in and then it just, you know, releases a lot of pressure and a lot of tension, and then you are just able to flow with the help of God. Amen, amen, amen. Like someone says on, on, on social media, 
I am tired. Nobody say I be la- I day lazy. <laughs> you know that you have you have your limit. You can be tired, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean you are lazy. Um, okay, so now I'm going to roll five, six, and seven together. Um, so five says, use your pain to help others, which is, you know, we we our pain has a purpose, and if you if we if we are channeling it to help others, in fact, it's it's therapeutic for ourselves, for our souls, and for our own situation. Um, and number six is to take time to renew your, yourself, renew yourself spiritually, renew yourself emotionally, renew yourself spiritually. Deflect daily, that's my strategy, and a lot of people have adopted it. Withdraw weekly, abandon annually, so that you can be refreshed. And number seven is to stay focused on eternity. Many times we think um, this world is all there is. We think um, all we can achieve here is all all there is at all to to achieve. (laughs) You know, but as, as believers, and even if you are not a believer yet, you are like, okay, I'm not sure I'll be Christian. The truth is that there's life after death and death is not the end. Death is a transition. Death is a bridge, a bridge from, from um, um, this side to eternity. That's just what death is. So when that happens or if Christ comes or when Christ comes rather, we are gonna be translated to eternity. So when you focus on that, um, um, it, it, it really changes, changes the game. So let, let me have your thoughts. Um, now, anyone can go. Let me have your thoughts. So um, I'll go on using my um, pain, you know, to, to help others. And um, that is really so, so key because um, in our walk with God, God always wants us to, irrespective of whatever it is we're going through, he doesn't want us to be looking internal every single time. You know, we have to be onward looking. We have to look at others. The Bible says faith works through love. So even the gift of the Holy Spirit, everything he has blessed us with, you know, everything works through love. And we have to love respectively, whether we feel like it or not. I could could just, what what the story in the Bible that that reminds me of um, is the story of Joseph. He had a dream. He was going to the palace, but instead of going straight to the palace, he was thrown into the prison. Oh. And then two other guys had, had their dreams as well. Instead of saying, well, I'm sorry, you have your problems. I have my problems too. Just go and pray about your dreams. Let me go and pray. Let God also give me a dream. You know, releasing. But he looked beyond himself. He looked beyond the pains he was experiencing at that particular point in time. And he said, okay, I'm still going to be a blessing to you guys. But he never realized that. He was in the process of being a blessing and interpreting their dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. So using our to help others is very key. Nils, thank you. Um, Any one of you can go. Can I can I ask a question? Yes, please. Go ahead. So um I think I want to understand how 
you know, using your pain to help others can be fully, like, fully effective. So I think my question is more, um, how, how can I help somebody with their pain when I haven't properly fully dealt with my pain? Hmm. Okay, so I will take, we'll take those questions um, at the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so okay. are you, um, so Mr. Kalango? Yes, I do apologize. Uh, I, like I said earlier on, I was having internet issues. So I yeah. went off for a while. Yes. Okay. So did you, do you know what's on the table? Uh, well, the last I heard, you are combining five, six, and seven. I think. Yes. So, what what are your thoughts on any of the three? Okay. Um, five says to use our pain to help others, and and I, I think that is uh, is is instrumental, mm -hmm. or, or rather, is 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 uh, instructive. Oh. Because prior to now, I, I really didn't know how I could use my pain to help anybody because <laughs> I was, <laughs> I considered I was probably too self-centered in the way I was feeling mm. to, to think of others. So mm. uh, it's, it's instructive to me that, you know, even in our pain, um, we could use that to, to help others. It just shows the awesomeness of God because um, like, like, like Paul said, uh, they, they had been knocked down, they had been crushed, they had been this and that, but they kept going because mm. of what it was doing to their followership. Mm. The faith it was building in their followership. Mm. And, and that, that was just, you know, awesome to me. Oh, like, like I said, I, prior to now, I had just been self-centered. So it opened <laughs> a totally new vista to me. Thank you, for be, thank you for being vulnerable, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and thank that, you for Thank you for owning up. <laughs> you know that that even in your pain, you you know such such a, a wonderful thing could be achieved. It, it was it was a great eye opener to me. Fantastic. So that brings us to Ayatollah's question. So what I'm going to what we're going to do now? I'm uh, sorry, uh, sir. I missed her question. I will repeat the question. Thank so, you, sir. <clears throat> what we're going to do now is I'm going to go around and take our questions, those of us um, on board right now, then social media, you can type your questions and your questions will come to us and we will, we will um, answer, God will help us to answer the questions. <laughs> yeah, so, um, okay, so our question, I told you our question was, um, how can, I help someone else with my pain when I have not fully recovered from my pain. <laughs> <laughs> How can I help someone else, you know, with, from, with my pain, use my pain to help someone else, you know, uh, when I haven't even figured things out myself. I've not even, you know, I mean, fully recovered. Now that's a very good question. Um, that's a very good question. And, and you see, ah, we will never fully recover on this side of eternity <laughs> from all pain. <laughs> In fact, when we 
think we are out of one, you know, we are about to enter another, you know. So, so you know, we say that is the valleys when we talked about God of my valleys. We say that you are either in a valley, or you've just come out of one, or you are about to enter one. <laughs> so, so, and sometimes some pains are they are excruciating, and they are they try to like pain does try to to choke us try to help us, make us have a pity party. The person that deserves a pity party was Paul. It was, it was, they were, those guys, they went through a whole lot of things. But the one thing you will not see in that scripture is that we threw a pity party and we invited James and we invited, <laughs> you know? So, the, the, so even in the pain, in fact, that is when people can see that, look, this guy or this lady doesn't have it all together, but I can use the lessons of my journey to help you. This is what I've been through, and this is where God has brought me to. This is, this is um, um, where God is taking me to. So when we have that, people actually learn from us, people are encouraged from us. And guess what? Because of that, we ourselves now get encouraged because it's, it's like when you're watering others, you're gonna get watered. Your soul will get renewed yourself. So you yourself, you discover that you're actually defeating discouragement Absolutely. by helping other people, you know, and by sharing about your pain and by helping them with your pain. And through your pain, does that does that answer your question, Isaiah? Yes, yes, it does, sir. Okay, um, fantastic. Uh, so, um, if you have another question, that's fine. So, uh, Pastor Lamedi, um, do you have any questions? No, I don't. Oh, okay, Mr. Kalango, do you have any questions? None for now. None for now, sir. Okay. So we'll turn to we'll turn to social media. Um, so do we? Do you guys have any questions? Has any questions come up? Um, I can't see any questions. So I take it that I take it that we are good. So um, that's 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 it, guys. So we see that. Even in all these seven, all seven of these things, they're a whole lot easier if you do them with other people. They are a whole lot easier. Like I told you, I was talking about some ladies she was doing Bible study with. They're a whole lot easier when you do life with people. It's a whole lot easier if you have a support group. So, I'm going to encourage you again, join an online group. Join a live group. Our live groups are online now. Join a natural group, women of worship, men of service, you know, join a group, you know, and don't, don't be a lone ranger. Don't do life alone. You can't do life alone. Anyway, so I'm going to ask, go around. Okay, yeah. I do have a question. Um, okay. 
it's kind of a follow-up question for okay so um how how what what is the best way to advise someone who uh, okay background story on this then um there are two people who are you know going through pain together they have the same pain they have the same um struggles how can we encourage those two people not to wallow in that pain because in in being in that pain they think they're helping each other but they're not necessarily doing that so how can we help them they're just oh, wallowing in it yeah instead of wallowing in it how do you grow from that pain and also help other people instead of bringing other people down into that same pits that they're in okay um Asalamide, do you want to attend to that? Okay, so um, you have um, two people. So I will call it, first and foremost, I will call it Pity Party. Um, two people coming together and they are wallowing in something negative together. At the end of the day, nothing good can come out of it. Mm-hmm. So, so when you step in as a third party, so I'm, I'm assuming that, well, you know these two people and you step in as a third party, and um, it's um, encouraging them at the end of the day that nothing good can come out of this, um, two of them coming together. You know, a, a, blind man, a blind man leading another blind man, you know, they can never get to the, to the right place. So that is what it is. And um, you just have to talk them out of it and help them to be well planted, invite them to church, encourage them to be a part of a small group. So maybe, so when they are now planted in the right place and they are mixing with the right people, their perspectives will change. And when their perspectives change, then they begin to see things differently and allow them to um, walk, um, walk in them through it all. Awesome. <clears throat> Mr. Kalango, do you want to attempt to say something? Well, just, just, just a, a little short sentence. Okay. Um, you know, when when this kind of thing happens, uh, they, 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 there's a little saying that drain drain the drama and respond objectively. So so it, rather than both of you being wallowing in in whatever discouragement there is, I I, I think you know they need to sit back reevaluate things and and renew their perspective you know you 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 reevaluate where you are how did you how did we get into where we are and begin to trace your steps back and take make whatever adjustments you need to make it's better to take action rather than sit down and just keep wallowing in discouragement because you discover in no time that you are falling into a pit. In fact, from there you might get into depression if, if you are not careful. Mm. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Thank um, you, sir. So, um, are you good? Yes, sir, I'm good. <laughs> okay. So, um, for for everyone, I mean, um, you you can give online. The instructions are in the chat room. On if you want to give an offering or you want to you want to pay a tithe. So as we as we wrap this up. I would say that I would say that um, when it comes to discouragement, these are trying times, you know. And 
and um, as as the pandemic um, um, winds up in the sense that as the world gets a grip on how to tackle it and life goes back to normal as it were, you know, people are beginning to act, to see that is, this virus is not going to necessarily just vanish, go away. So <laughs> we have to learn how to live with it and, and how to combat it, you know, while we live our lives, you know. Um, the, the impact of that sudden, you know, everybody going back and everybody just entering a, a, a cave and, you know, the impact it's, it's all, or even also legitimately trying to understand what is going on the, and, and the virus and everything. The impact it has on the economy is, is gonna be far reaching, you know, or beyond this season. So we, like I was discussing with Mr. Kalango, I think today about that, you know, where, you know, long after the pandemic is over, quote unquote, we, the impact of the pandemic, we have to brace for it you know, economically, emotionally, we have, you know, all sorts of crazy things happening, you know, but it's easy to get discouraged. So this is the message you want to go back to and listen to again so that, you know, <laughs> it encourages you and you get your alignment and, and uh, fulfillment. It's, it's, it is so, 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 so important. So, um, I want to say a big thank you to the three of you for, thank you, sir. for taking the time. Okay, that is it, guys. Um, we, we thank God for today. So I, I want to pray with you. So the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And, and so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are afraid. Amen. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you. Oh.